It's live. Congratulations. We're live. We're here. We made it. Let's do this. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. How you guys doing? Look at these faces right now. I'm excited. That is a terrible intro, dude. That is a terrible intro. <laughs> I'm just going to stop you right there and just go, hey, everybody. Welcome hey. to the Caller Meetup podcast. Welcome to the Caller Meetup live. My name is Anthony Paluzzi with Palo Media Group. I got my good buddy, Gene, on the mic. Gene's Ahoy. up there in the right corner. He's looking golden as hell, <laughs> making me look pale. Scott I also Steelers got my friends, Ron from Mobile Pushers and Carlos Corona from Unic. Unic oh, Media. How's it going, buddy? How you guys doing? I'm good. Awesome. Awesome. We'll try well, the best we can. This, uh, what's that? <laughs> I said, it's, it's, we'll try the best we can to uh, not talk over each other, which is yes. what, what I'm doing to you right now. It's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> try to. And just try to uh, keep the space and let, let people uh, speak. Yeah, six feet, and, uh, man. Six feet. Uh, All right. You got the, uh, <laughs> got, the, got the coronavirus out there. Nobody wants to get infected here. All right. So we're going to keep it real. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. So anyone watching this right now, we got nine of you watching. Um, if anyone has any questions, please comment on this live stream. We'll see it appear, and we'll ask those questions as we go. Yeah. Um, but hey, I'm ready to talk some shit and I want to dive right in. So really, uh, for anyone who doesn't know who these two gentlemen are, uh, you should be Googling them. You should be following them if you're in paper call at all. Yeah, you're not you're not doing any. Justice Don't do that. Them. Don't. I will not recommend you guys uh, doing that at all. Yeah. Go to the Better Business Bureau and yeah. type in Carlos <laughs> Corona. <laughs> I always got too much not safe for work content out there. Uh, so, <laughs> but, uh, Hey, I want to give you guys an opportunity to give a little quick intro on yourselves and I'll start with you, Ron, uh, tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what you're doing, man. Um, yeah, so, um, I focus more so in, um, in mobile lead generation. Um, I just started doing paper call maybe like four or five years ago. You know, I was running mostly, uh, EDU still alone. My back on Facebook was sweet, you know, you get mm. a slap on the wrist, you know, like that. But yeah, um, I'm mostly doing Facebook, um, um, I'm sorry, uh, EDU and student loans. And then recently, uh, I picked up Mass Torts. Mass Torts been good for like the past like two, two and a half years. Um, but yeah, just mostly just lead um, um, generation, you know. Excellent. Awesome, man. Awesome. Mostly Facebook, uh, yeah. right? All Facebook? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for the most part, yeah, Facebook. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm testing out TikTok right now, stuff like that. TikTok. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So how'd you stumble into paper call? Um, uh, from the affiliate summit, uh, West, you know, from there. so I met somebody, um, uh, did this affiliate who was doing it, you know, and, um, uh, he admission to me, uh, it was a company called surge calls, I think. Okay. Back mm -hmm. then, yeah. So search calls, that's why I got in with the EDU. He was like, Hey, I got this, um, this, um, this medical billing campaign, you know, on uh, this office, this campaign, it was doing like 40 K day type shit. <laughs> right there, well, like cool. I, I'm gonna test it out. So uh, I got on Facebook. I just did like uh, uh, I ran engagement ads for uh, for paper call. So, mm. Oh really? Yeah, it was crazy. You no, know, like you know, this this pretty much uh, the same starts now. You since day one. You know, I make sure like the billboard outside or whatever. I take a picture of. It, I made I edit it, put the phone number there like that. So I, I did that with EDU, and it just like took off. I was doing like 50k a day, whatever. And EDU back like 20 what? 18, I think, 2019, 18, I was 2018, I think. Yeah, it was like crazy. So, yeah, that's been my, my bread and butter for a while. EDU and I'm still alone. 
then, you know, wow. um, okay. Passed for I remember the student loan days. Those were very fun. <laughs> Those were very fun. Um, awesome, dude. Well, Carlos, spit some game, my friend. Game, my friend. Not much, man. What can I tell you? Um, been doing this for a while. Especially I, when I was in college, I got this crazy idea. I don't know if I told you guys before, but I got this crazy idea. Like, hey, how about I just set up, you know, websites for all these businesses around me, and then I will charge them like twenty-five cents a call. You know, every time that a call comes in, that shit didn't work out. But I realized that I needed to, you know, stay in the call lane but charge a lot more money. And uh, I went ahead and just, you know, started doing like my own business, like developing business around the media that I was buying. So I opened like a online fragrance wholesale. Then I move into logistics. And it was because I was able to buy media very cheap and like scale drastically against local competitors, especially like freight forwarding and stuff like that. And then fast forward to 2015, 2016, I was like, hey, you know, let me go back to that idea that I had about, you know, charging per call. Started working with a local um, water restoration remediation company, and we were doing pretty good. I was generating calls, you know, everything was fine and dandy until I realized that, you know, he was just too local. I needed to go nationwide, right? I needed to, to make more money. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if there's companies out there that will buy my calls, right? Uh, and I search and I'm like, whoa, paper call, what the hell is this? Uh, and the rest was history, you know, the rest after that was like, you know, putting in the work, uh, you know, doing the traffic, scaling it. And I was like, man, this is so easy. Let me start teaching people how to do this. And then here we are. Hell yeah. Nice. Hell man. Yeah. That's, That's great. great. Yeah. That's great. Uh, yeah. Is that so you guys, so, so you guys kind of. Oh, there's some of that feedback, oh, again. Some of that feedback again. There we go. That's better. Yeah. So, so you got you guys kind of got started uh, in in other forms of lead gen, then, right? So you kind of just rolled in the paper call. Yeah. How 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 cumbersome was that, right? Because sometimes people can roll in the paper call and it's not that hard. I mean, when I got started, it was it was it was pure Google search, right? Paper run running. Uh, call only ads. I still do that. I run that. I still do that for myself and for for Anthony internal. But um, it seems like these days, like a lot of these campaigns are like hit or miss. I mean, nine out of ten usually fail. So, like, what what can you guys like attribute to your success in terms of of, of turning around a paper call campaign or just dovetailing from say traditional lead gen and then kind of rolling into paper call and getting to a point where it's like I'm successful here. Is it? Is it the mechanics or is it is it your creativity? Like Ron, you're talking about like taking pictures and stuff with your yeah. phone and so forth. Yeah. Uh, you know, what is it that that that's make it, what sets you guys apart from everybody else? Um, you know, uh, with the with the Legion, you know, like I said, like I said, uh, it's not the same as I run like Legion offers the, the whole lead form. It's not the same. So you, know, you have to get the user in the mindset to, to prepare us uh, themselves to make a phone call. You know, as I said, like when I said with, with the billboard method, you know, if they see a billboard, more chance, chances are, you know, they're like a phone number, you know, on the billboard if you sit outside on the street. You know, it's just, uh, you know, just shifting the mindset of, of the user, you know, pretty much. Carlos, how about you? Carlos, how about you? 
I, I look at campaigns a little bit. I think everybody has their own way, but I look at campaigns a little bit different. And by that, I mean like the Facebook ads library. <laughs> so I can see exactly what is going on. And then I have some basic filters that will determine whether I will run that or not. Because for me, it's a calculated risk, right? You have a set amount of money, you can buy a media, and this is the spec to return. And this is the time that you got to do it, right? So I look for things that either are emergency or is not going to cost the consumer any money, right? Meaning they're not going to make a purchase or a financial decision over the phone. And that will limit a lot of your campaigns down to home services, legal, and in some cases, insurance, right? Mm -hmm. So, and then I look at it, can I go nationwide with this? And who are the end buyer, right? Uh, to determine what, you know, if it's worth it, if there's enough market size there to go at it. And that's kind of like how I go to determine what campaigns to run. Uh, then we move on to creative landing page, testing everything that you said. But I guess at the beginning is understanding like what's going on, like the whole ecosystem behind that call, right? Uh, so that's how I look at it. Did you guys, did you, did you guys, guys, there it is. Did you guys get assistance or help from say like a mentor early on? Because uh, I found like, you know, I got started on Stack That Money. And, uh, and I started, I started running everything. I mean, I was just testing everything under the sun and I was failing at everything. And I think I had about 20 grand to play with. And I saved up for my day job, just, just saving up money so I could turn around and waste it all on traffic. And finally my good buddy, Paul sees me struggling and he, he introduces me to paper call and he kind of shows me the way, you know, and then I'm Great like, name drop. Oh shit. This is how it's done. You know, it took a guy, you know, I wasn't smart enough to figure it out on my own. So it took a guy to kind of show me now, is it, is this, is this a similar path for you guys? Or did you really just like chug it out until you figured it out? I learned on YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, man. <laughs> right on. That's better. Than you, uh, yeah. YouTube networking at, at, at the summits for sure. You know, and on trial and error, you know, like when I, when I, when I first started affiliate marketing, I was running like emails and it's like heavy, like, Back before, you know, I got into a paper call shit. You know, I was doing like the loan from house, the email submit, you know, the, the surveys, you know, the whole nine yards, whatever, you know. But um, um, but yeah, so I pretty much just um I learned from YouTube, uh, the the summits and just trial and error, you know. Like when I first started, you know, I made like maybe like five or ten grand email submits, whatever. I, I tried that with a couple of um, paper call offers, I lost mm -hmm. it all, you know. Wow. <laughs> I started off, I started off, uh, started off from, from the beginning. I was running, I was uh, promoting um like home warranty office with Commission Junction and whatnot. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> great entry point. Right. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so I used that money. I got to Facebook the paper card and just like it went up from there you know, with the whole engagement. Wow. Like it was so sweet back in the day with Facebook. Like <laughs> it was so sweet. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Carlos? I, I think I did it backwards. Because all this time I, I was doing Google, I, you know, buying media to landing pages to company websites or e-commerce stores, right? And then when I got started with Paper Call, I went heavy into classify, especially Craigslist, right? Ah, so okay. Uh, okay. I, I, I was like, hmm, then I hired like a VA to like, you know, to post my ads. 
And then after that, I was like, you know, I can automate this with a software I found, as, you know, online tool and automated it. And it was doing great. I mean, it wasn't making like tons of money, but at the, I guess in the beginning weeks, it started making like, like two, three grand a week. Right. And I was like, whoa, this is not bad, actually. You know, like this is better than working on a retainer with a client, whatever the case might be. Now, let me try this on Google. And that's when it exploded. Right. When I could now buy, you know, media at a larger scale, not so much limited in one website or a traffic source. Right? When you say uh, when you say media on Google, are you talking about display ads? Are you talking about traditional call only search related? Um, like, what do you mean by that? Correct. I'm talking about, you know, dynamic, responsive ads, call ads. Uh, don't do much display. Um, I should, but I just don't do it. Uh, so most of most of my ads are either call ads or responsive. Got it. Right? Got it. Yeah. Uh, and by responsive is because I can play around a little bit um, with the specific ad group, right? Uh, with the ad, the feel of the design. You know, I tested pretty much everything like like SCAC, like a single keyword ad group, like multiple close variations to see which one works best. And believe it or not, I, I, I just let Google do the work for me. I just go to the keyword planner and it spits it out like this is what you got to bid on. And and then every time I follow that, obviously, you got to clean it up, you know. But every time I follow that, it's like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Didn't need like uh, extra complicated uh, way to do it. I think people tend to over overcomplicate things. You know? Yeah, I hear Naturally. you. I, yeah, I hear you. I I know. I know. Like my my personal experience is uh, typically typically it's like you can you can make something convert. But the cost to acquire that lead doesn't necessarily translate to profit, right? So it mm -hmm. could be a dollar in and, 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 you know, 50 cents out, essentially. And you're like, okay, it kind of works, but it doesn't. And that seems to be the trend these days. It's just hyper competitive, competing with, uh, you know, you're competing with the brands themselves oftentimes, right? So the, the cost to acquire a lead. So with Facebook, it, it, how, how is it that you guys are crushing it so, so, so well, you know, is it? Because uh, because I imagine the brands are probably running offers too, right? So their their ability to acquire a lead, they can spend more money to do that. And yeah. how how do you guys keep up with that? How do you, in fact, how do you get so profitable and scale too? Because it always mm -hmm. seems like when when I find something that's working, there's a limited scale too in a yeah, lot of ways. Yeah, that's the hard part, the scale. Yeah, on creativity, pretty much, you know, like you know, uh, the big brands, uh, they don't be that creative with their ad copies, as you can see. It's more like straight to the point. <clears throat> You know, so that's one way to, uh, to get lower cost per results. Um, that way, you know, just uh, be more creative than, um, you know, the big brands. Understanding the mindset, uh, I guess, of the, 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 the person that's looking at your ads too, mm -hmm. right? Because, yeah. you know, with F Facebook, you guys, you guys like, like well, I'm, I'm a Google search guy. So, so everything's kind of bottom of the funnel. So I'm paying top dollar for, for a call because these people are ready to, you know, they're, they're ready to convert. But you guys, you, you guys have to use the power of persuasion, right? You have to catch them at the top, top of the funnel. Hell, they might not even know they need the whatever it is you're offering. Can you can you walk us through a little bit, like like uh, open enrollments coming up, right? Like, like, tomorrow. It's tomorrow. So so are you guys running open enrollment? And if you are, like like what's that? What's the kind of what's that campaign look like? 
like for you guys? Uh, for an example, like uh, for an example, like uh, uh, yeah, for an example, uh, Puma Watch to everybody is uh, you know the Facebook lead app form. You know um, uh, the user. Um, you know, it mentioned that they could. Uh, Mission on they, they, uh, they may qualify for additional benefits, you no know, dental revision, etc. Uh, you know, um, and and, and, lead, and lead that form, you know, you ask them maybe like two or three questions, you know, um, um, if they live in the U.S., uh, if they're over 65 and over, uh, <clears throat> 65 and over, and uh, if they're interested, you know, uh, in uh, the dental revision or hearing benefits, you know, you have them select the benefits that, that they want. And then uh, at the end of um, the unleaded format, it will say, okay, you, uh, you're you eligible uh, for these benefits, you know, uh, uh, call now to uh, call now to speak with specialists. So you had a call to action at the very end, right at that yeah, yeah. lead form submit. Gotcha. Okay. Right, right. Yeah. So, so uh, sorry to cut you off. Keep going. Oh, that's good. I'll just say, yeah. So like, uh, you know, in, in the lead form, you know, because usually they initially visit the leave form, you know, just to see what this is about. But as they go through the leave form, you, know, you tell them, hey, um, uh, you may be eligible for these benefits, you know. So they answer a few questions. And once they get to the end of the, uh, the funnel, uh, the leave form, like, okay, uh, congrats, you know, you're eligible for these uh, benefits, you know, in the car now. Mm. You know, it's just, it just more so, you know, their mindset is shifting within the leave form. Gotcha. Nice. Carlos, um, same for you, Carlos. Yeah, I mean, like, you got to stand out. And sometimes you got to push creativity to, to its limit because big carriers, big companies, they have a lot of compliance that they got to follow. And now with the uh, CMS letter uh, from last Friday, I think everybody shook as far as, like, what do we do now? Like, everybody's What's looking that? at each other. I missed that. What is so, it? What is it? Yes. So go ahead, Carlos. My bad. No, go ahead, Anthony. You can you can talk about it then. Uh, well, yeah. CMS going. essentially uh, came out with uh, a memo to all carriers, uh, really resellers of Medicare, and just said, "Hey, listen. This year, let's make sure your marketing is in line with what we see as compliant. And so you got to be responsible for." not just what you're doing marketing wise, but your, I think the term they use was downline. Make sure your marketers of marketers and marketers are following these guidelines. Make sure you get them improved too through us, which I have no idea how CMS can do that uh, with all of these different ad variations. But um, pretty much just said, hey, don't let the user think that they're actually speaking with uh, the Medicare, the government Medicare agency, and don't promise them anything. And so that kind of sent the industry into a, well, hey, all right, a few fucking days before AAP. This is a great time to drop this on us. Thank you. And um, now everyone's just ensuring their Medicare ads are compliant, going through the process. But um, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much what the memo is about. Okay. So um, I'll let you keep you guys keep going, though. Yeah, so you got to stand out, right? But now with this update, with the new, you know, they got to make sure that we put disclaimers in there. Uh, and, and I think that the letter was like more specific to like the big companies running um tv ads right uh, not so much as online but you know but anyways you gotta you gotta make sure that you're compliance and let, let let people know whether in the ad copy or the creative that you're not uh there's no government affiliation and some of the plans or the benefits 
are only available in limited areas or to a limited group of enrollees, right? Especially for some of us that are using angles such as like dental vision health, OTC benefits, or, you know, a possible premium uh, give back in, in some cases and why not, right? So those angles are usually not the preferred angle that a carrier or larger company will go with. They will go more like uh, safe, more in line with their brand. We're like, hey, if this is company so-and-so, like call us now and stuff like that. Where if you really want to catch the attention of, of uh, and, and be able to generate, you know, thousands of calls a day, then your ad copy and your ad creative have to stand out because you have less than a second. I think that takes less than a second to scroll past a post, right? So you got to make sure that you catch that attention. So it kind of leads me to testing. Um, how, how much testing do you do before you find a winner? Is this, uh, is this something, are you guys just constantly testing or do you like, you hit a sweet spot and you're like, okay, we can set it off and let the algos do its job, do their jobs. Um, or, uh, yeah. Can you break it down? Like how you guys do your testing? Um, yeah, a lot, <clears throat> a lot, you know, like <laughs> I didn't go, <laughs> I didn't go to sleep for like seven this morning, you know, <laughs> because I'm, because, uh, um, right now I have about 75 ads ready to be done <clears throat> to go live tomorrow. Wow. But yeah, okay. so yeah, testing. Uh man. So uh is that automated, Ron? Like you said 75. That just doesn't sound like one person can do 75 ads. Like like yeah. you're using software for that? No, no, no. I do all you Photoshop, yeah. Photoshop. Oh, shit. I, I, I didn't go sleep at <laughs> like seven this morning, you know. <laughs> Money never sleeps, right? <laughs> yeah, um, the testing. Yeah, you know, um, uh, the way I run uh, my campaigns um, and on Facebook, I have uh, one ad campaign, um, three ad sets, and in each ad set, I have um, um, three ads. And uh, with, with the ads, there's one image and three different headlines on um, on each ad. That makes sense. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. So yeah, um, yeah, that's how I do it. The testing, and then um, my ad set budget um, is usually uh, the, the same amount as the payout. Like for example, if Medicare offer pays forty bucks or whatever, that's the um, the, the asset um, budget. And you know, that's that's really enough you know, to see if you can get a few conversions and you know, put that on at a amount right there. That's usually enough right there, you know. Yeah, you'll know if you got a winner or not if if you can hit that. Yeah, because you really got a, a good ad with that. I say for I say for example, right? Uh, my daily budget is like fifty bucks or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. Um. Right now with Medicare, with a, with, a, with a good ad, a good creative, I can probably get about you know maybe like seven conversions or so. You know, off that uh, that ad, um, ad spend. Wow. After that, so that's yeah. impressive. That should be that should be enough right there. Is there is there something special to the type of campaign you run in in terms of Facebook? And you have to forgive me, I'm I'm super naive with Facebook. I don't run anything like Facebook. I'd like to. I'm just gonna start learning. I'm listening to you guys, but. Uh, is there is it is it is there like a manual is there like a manual mode, or or a, like a target CPA mode? Because I'm a Google search guy. So, like, w what is it over there on Facebook that 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 you guys are traditionally running like at your bread and butter campaigns? Uh, I, um, I do lowest cost, you know, lowest cost. Uh, if I'm gonna scale aggressively, I do manual bid, and um, I set the the bid cap, you know, maybe like around a dollar or two. Mm. Like but for the most part, you know, I do lowest cost. Uh, lowest cost. Yeah. All right. Okay. How about you, Carlos? 
Uh, same thing, you know. Um, I'm always testing. And I like to outsource a lot of things. Uh, not the media buying side, but uh, for example, creatives, right? Uh, I can't, I don't have the time where I can't sit here to open Photoshop and come up with creatives. So you can use, you know, like, for example, like the ads library and then be like, hey, you see all this creative? I need you to redo them for me. You know, I don't want it. I don't want it to be the same one, but I want it to be similar for the campaigns that I'm running. Right. Then once I have all the creatives, like yesterday I launched like 700 and something ads. Right. Whoa. Some crazy numbers. Right. So and then I go in and we hire a local company to do uh, video testimonials and stuff like that. And then we'll come up with like 10 different video uh, cuts. Right. Um, then boom, I got my videos right there. They're original. They're my videos, you know, uh, and then we'll start throwing them in the mix and then layering the campaign, whether, you know, first they see an image and then they're being retargeted with a video or whatever might be the case. And then after that, either sending traffic to a very simple landing page with a clear call to action or using some of the objective that Facebook has, such as lead ads, right? Mm -hmm. uh, which is mm -hmm. like form fills that you can include TCPA uh, language in there. You can also connect it with trusted form from active prospect and have your trusted form URL. If you're sent your certificate URL, if you're sent selling for, you know, like the forms, the leads on a ping post or why not? And then, you know, you can also do the calls, the, the call ads, which is something new on Facebook. And that works pretty, pretty well. And also new on Facebook is call extension. And you can run those either on a traffic campaign or a conversion campaign. So by doing a call extension, it's pretty much a, 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 low, a banner in the, low, in the lower part of the screen that the person can click and call. So you got to test out all the different uh, campaign objectives, right? Whether you're collecting form fills, uh, generating calls straight from the Facebook app without you know, having to navigate somewhere else or sending that call to a landing page. Fantastic. Gotcha. Does, um, do, how long do these campaigns last for you guys once, once you find a, a profitable campaign and it's up and running? Is this something that, that can just run for years or months or are you like constantly like on a, on a hamster wheel, just trying to keep this thing going. I, I found that with native. I found like, I find something, I got a little, con I got some conversions coming in. I got a decent CTR, but man, I was just constantly spitting out creative after creative, just trying to keep up. And then you had people stealing your shit and just like, like, ah, I give up, you know? So what, what, what kind of moats or uh, what gives you your edge in this space? It keeps, you know, it keeps you guys running and not getting banned by Facebook and not, you know, your creatives aren't getting stolen by everybody and reran. Yeah, um, yeah. For the most part, the ads, um, the ads last for a long time, you know, until you hit ad, um, ad fatigue, you know, or until you know your ad get ripped, you know, then you see the same creative over and over again, like that, you know, and then you'll see your uh, your RPC start to drop, and then that's when you know it's time to switch up, like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. The same thing. Yeah. Same thing. It's it it really depends on the campaigns, right? Um, there's campaigns that have limited limited time, I guess, if you want to call it, quote unquote, like, you know, open enrollment and the annual enrollment period, right? Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. 
And there's campaigns also that have limited time, like mass tort and legal. And you have to, you know, before X date. And that's usually what works best with Facebook, right? And Medicare, I ran Medicare before, um, mostly on the transfer side, right? Mm. And then this year, uh, I went out to lunch with Ron over here and Bill. We were here in Miami Beach. I don't know. Just happened to, to grab lunch. He said, hey, I'm going to give it a go at this Medicare thing. I'll see what's happened, you know, like I, before that I was running flight and I kind of took a break for a little bit. I, I figured that each campaign, like once you hit like a goal, you're like, okay, I can take a break for a few months now and, and see what I'm going to do next. Right. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to do Medicare. And man, I hit that like, you know, like Forrest Gump like running as soon as I'm like, bam. And, <laughs> and so far, so I was looking at it and, and we're doing some pretty large numbers in there. Like, and I, I want to keep scaling it more because now I, I, I'm seeing that the buyers have a huge appetite and I'm here struggling, like sending like 3000 calls a day. And they're telling me they want like 7,500 calls a day. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. What am I going to do now? You know, like <laughs> I got to activate superpowers. And, and I think that's going to be like my at least my focus at least, you know, like the people that I coach and my students, stuff like that, our network, uh, all culture overall, that's going to be the focus for for the next month or so until December 7th. And after that, we're just going to take a break. Uh, so see it, what's man. next. It, take a breather. Hey, Gene, I'd like to uh, jump in and ask a question about uh, the lead ads. You guys said that you're using lead ads. Obviously, you can push for that call at the end of the lead ad, but you got that juicy data after that form submit, what kind of funnels are you guys building after that when it comes to, let's say, automated follow-up or any differentiators there to help you just increase that overall ROI come AEP tomorrow? What, what, what's the funnels look like there? Yeah, pretty much um, everything. Uh, the data gets synced over uh, using, it's called um, Zapier, using that. So uh, you have the data synced over you know, to your, your SMS platform, to uh, your inbound dialing platform. Also, your, your email service provider, you know, if you use GetResponse or anything like that. So, you know, what I do is too, with my lead forms, I add an extra step, you know, to be uh, on TCPA compliant. You know, I have them, uh, that's the slide at the send bar. And, and when, um, <clears throat> once the user does that and then go to the form and hit submit. So, yeah, that data just gets synced over to all my follow-up platforms. Oh, excellent. Okay. That's important. It's, it's automated. Uh, yeah. Carlos, you doing something similar? Similar? Yeah, the money is in a monetization of the leads, right? So I, I you know, I treat them like a like an orange. I squeeze the juice out of them. <laughs> <laughs> so whether they're being sold in real time or, you know, being sent to a paywall type of uh, funnel or, you know, uh, cross-promoting other offers, uh, being rented out, whatever it might be, you know, however, I think that that's really where the money's at is monetizing your leads. Um, so I strongly recommend everybody to do that. You know, I'm sure everybody's doing that already, but. Yeah, I think uh, when you have that, I mean, when, come tomorrow, everyone is going after the same exact person. There's so much money being thrown at these individuals. So I love, I love your, your style and you guys flow in terms of, Hey, let's not just stop at that first click. Let's 
let's monetize further down this funnel. It's important, especially then you can build your brand too. You can start mm -hmm. to monetize even deeper from there, which is great. Um, uh, Gene, I'll let you continue unless you want to pivot into some other topics. My oh man, I, I just want to talk a little bit about tools a little bit. Like Ooh. what are you guys, what are you guys using for tools outside? You know, cause Ron brought up like Zapier, you know, as an example. And uh, what, what do you guys do to kind of help with the heavy lifting in your campaigns as to your, your business in general? And, um, and then uh, I want to talk a little bit about networks, you know, um, like Paulo, for example, and what you guys are doing with, with respect to lead buyers. So how about those tools? Like, what are you guys using for tools these days? Uh, for automation, I don't use much automation tools. I do it. I wake up like six in the morning. I do it. I got to stop. I, I, I have to stop there. You know, I need, I need automation tools. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's draining me as you can see, but, uh, um, that's really it um just photoshop you know uh okay. i got many chat to automate uh um um dms you, know, you said content. many chat many chat for digital yeah dms okay yeah, yeah. yeah. um that's really about it as far as tools you know i could think of it right now you know I'm going to come back to you on that. I'm going to come back to you on that a little bit because that, that, that's I have some questions with respect to the the, the DMs in the Manny chat and what your pages look like too, because uh, I'm I'm like in the back of my head right now. I'm thinking like, okay, I want to I want to play with Facebook, but never done really any Facebook. So I'm trying to come come at it from a brand new like coming from a different traffic source and understand how it works. Carlos, how, what are you using for tools these days? Are you like your virtual assistants and things like that? Like what's, what's yeah, same, what's same things. Same, you know, like with Sapir and Integromat, Pipe Dream, you know, those are, you know, API connectors. And then uh, obviously ring buff or the call tracking side of thing. Uh, there's other automations to turn on and off campaigns and monitor campaigns uh duplicate winners and and things like that right that will automate most of your day-to-day -day task it's just you got to be careful when you set those up because you can go a little bit overboard and you know oh yeah derail you completely so i like to automate everything as possible like as much as possible the less that i got to do the better right yeah that's how i look at it so if a computer can do it then carlos get out of the way right so I, I want to make I want to make sure I automate all of it. And then talking about that, I, you know, I'm transitioning into like a RTB only kind of setup campaigns. I'm tired of dealing with fixed numbers, Skyping me. We hit cap with our main buyer. Pause. Do this. Do that. I'm like, get out of here, bro. I'm having a cappuccino. Listen, let's go RTB. And then when you hit cap, turn me off and don't bother me. Like seriously. Uh, so I'm trying to go in that direction out there, but you know, everybody's like selling to reselling to reselling. So as soon as you mention RTV, they go like, "Whoa, let me talk to my developer." I'm like, seriously? Can you tell me about <laughs> RTV. Like, what, RTV? what's RTV? What's RTV? Uh, real time bidding. Ah, uh, RT. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Like ping post, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like a call ping tree type of thing. Um, yeah. You know what? So, Gee, so naive. Yeah, uh, you mentioned. <laughs> You, you look great, man. Uh, you mentioned buyers at the beginning of this. And um, and Carlos, you just jumped into that topic a little bit right there, too. Um, come AAP, come tomorrow, big money's getting thrown across the board everywhere. Buyers, networks, affiliates, your, your ad budgets are going to be disgustingly huge. Um, 
emails now. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It, everyone's getting emails to Ron and Carlos trying to get that budget. Um, but uh, what goes into the process for you guys when it comes to choosing your buyer, choosing your network? Uh, what's what's the logistics behind that? Because you know, cash flow is very important, especially when you guys are fronting everything. What what's the process look like there? Um, uh, I'll pretty much say uh, for the most part. Most people I work with, either if it's a network or direct buyer, you know, I know them personally, so it's more like a relationship type of thing, like that. Um, but yeah, just that and uh, fast payouts, pretty much, you know. Okay. That, yeah, that's really pretty keep it simple. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, you know, like you know, if I'm really cool with the, you know, the buyer or you know, my AM, you know, I'm sure I get a higher budget, higher cap, you know. Yeah. Ron gives the love out if you go karaoke with him. Just all right. <laughs> Carlos, how about you, man? Yeah, same thing. Most of the buyers are companies that I've been working with in the past. So we have, you know, a relationship, whether we met in person before or why not. So I, I you know, I wouldn't take any new company that I'd never done business with um, right now. It just I'm like, who are you? you know, get out of here. So, so you already know who you're working with. It's, you know, realistically, it's not that many companies that are really the end buyer quality, of this call. Quality. Correct. So, you know, it's kind of like, uh, that's it's kind of keep doing business with it. Gotcha. And gotcha. Uh, so with, um, yeah, with that, I just want to, the biggest thing I think people forget, and especially for network owners out there, is these guys right here and anyone else you're working with. It's a partnership. It's not just they're my affiliate because mm-hmm. uh, you you have no power over this process uh, if there's no traffic. Now, there is a valuable part of that chain. But, like, yeah, it's you got to look at it like a partnership. Fast payment, make sure they're getting what they need. Their needs are fulfilled. Um, and you guys are, and are we cool? Do we want to grow with this person? Do we want to spend time with this person? Like Gene, for example, this dude just came out of nowhere. And I was like, I, I, I love this dude. Let's let's figure out how we can do. My, I love you, Gene. I love um, you too, man. <laughs> so like it was just, hey, he wanted to be a partner. And that's the type of partner that, like that I want is someone who's going to dedicate time. So like um, I like I love that perspective. And you're not going to win during AEP if you don't have a partner. Um so, uh, so yeah, Gene, I think you wanted to go on. Uh, I was more. just going to, I was just going to comment. I mean, for all the new publishers out there, uh, who are jumping around from network to network, um, you, you have to understand like, and it, it took me a while to figure this one out that you're, you're going to find your edge probably in a relationship with, with one, with one good network. Like if you figure out like the ins and outs of a good network, um, that's not going to screw you over when they got competent affiliate managers and uh, and good buyers and the IVRs are working and so forth. You're going to, you're, you're going to go a lot further than jumping around from all these different networks. Cause half of them, I, you know, in my mind, half of them are incompetent, you know, maybe it's not their fault. Then, you know, there's going to be some incompetence and then there's going to be some uh, maliciousness, you know, where they will, they will rip you off and you just have to be very careful. And I, I found my edge was, was marrying myself to Paulo and just ignoring everybody else and just figuring out how to make Paulo work. Cause I know Tony was a great guy and, you know, and I got to work behind the scenes. So I was an account manager for roughly a year just so I can understand the network. And once you kind of see it from that point of view, then you're like, oh, okay, a lot could go wrong, you know? And, and as a publisher, 
especially a new publisher, you might not realize like, Hey, this isn't your fault, man. <laughs> What's going on? You know? And, and you definitely see it on the, uh, the traditional, uh, CPA stuff, you know, the different like neutral offers and things like that. Like, yeah, you know, they, they can definitely scrub, you know, you can't really do that with phone calls because the tracking is too good, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you just have to be cognizant of that stuff. Yeah. What um, you just it, said right there is, is totally important for AP guys. Like pick someone who's going to give you that edge. Um, Gene, you just, you just fucking nailed it. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. So are you guys, are you guys just working with like a small handful of people? Like how many offers are you guys running at a time normally? Um, besides the Medicare. Uh, yeah. Besides Medicare. I have a, a lot going on. Uh, yeah. Mass tort, Medi- uh, Medicare, life insurance, auto insurance. Uh, Jeez. Yeah. I, I think two other offers. Too. I, I gotta take my room account. Share your screen, man. Let's look at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, Carlos, the same with you, buddy. Are you are you running a whole bunch of different stuff? Or? Yeah, so we we run home services like all year round, right? Because that's like my evergreen paid for the overhead cost kind of thing campaign, right? And and then I go heavy on budget on campaigns that I know that aren't giving me like a great ROI. So I, I try running multiple campaigns at the same time and it just, it gets too much because I do all the media by myself. Right. So it gets too much. It's like, whoa, man, like if I don't look at it for one day, boom, 25 grand are gone, you know? So uh, I'm like, concentrating one at a time and um so what i did is like i noticed that i can either get a hundred percent of what i generate or i can start teaching people how to do this stuff earn their business bring them over to my small little network of the offers that i'm running i'm like hey guys you pay me and you get to copy my stuff now you have a business go for it right and that has been working great and, you know, um, we've grown now to like over 500 uh, publishers. Most of them are not really generating anything except for like the top 3%. And I think that's across any business, right? And for Medicare to kick it off, I decided to, to do a challenge, to do a $10,000 challenge. And it was pretty simple. It's like, hey, meet me online for three days, one hour a day. I'm gonna show you what I do with Medicare. You guys can do it too. 21 days later, whoever generated the most revenue, I'll give them 10 grand. That should be, you know, a good incentive to to look into paper call if you're new to paper call or if you're experienced. I was like, hey, Ryan, you cannot participate. This will be too easy for you. (laughs) But a lot of newbies jump in and one of them, you know, um, God, this guy made like 67K in three weeks. He goes like, bro, like, and top of that, he gave me 10K. I'm like, man, you almost made 100 grand in, 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 in less than a month. And he got serious at it, and now he's crushing it. So I love seeing that. I love seeing somebody that was a traditional marketing agency owner or a plumber or whatever might be the case, right, transition into paper call and broke all their mental barriers, like if you would have talked to me like 10 years ago about a hundred grand a year, I would have said, wow, that's a lot of money. Right. Uh, you know, that like 
And now you, once you start running this campaign, you're telling me that I had a hundred dollar a week and I, I almost cried. You know what I'm saying? So it, it changes your mind. It changes how you think about things. And that's why I would love for a lot of people to come into this because I think it's only going to make us better. It's only definitely only going to make Ron better, myself, you guys better, because it will be like basketball. It will be like LeBron playing with nobody else. Right. So if you start bringing in talent, talent, those diamonds are going to rise to the top and and this is going to go to the next level. That's how I look at it. And then I, I deal with publishers, with new publishers or experienced uh, publisher, not necessarily in paper calling, whatever they were doing before. And they're not tainted by the industry. They're not, quote unquote, uh, network whores, you know. Like uh, Ron says, right? They don't bounce around for fifty cent or a dollar. So there's some kind of loyalty there, especially if I'm, you know, if we're teaching you how to do this, how to do it the right way, you know, how to build long-lasting relationship, how to turn this into an actual business, not an online hobby, not the next shiny object. So that's what that's what I've been focusing on, like since 2018. Now, like I'm building this by hand, you know, me. Um, sending traffic to you guys, sending traffic, you know, I think we did quite a bit when, when credit repair was around. I would love to do more business now with AEP and, then, you know, with the other networks, you know, going, meeting, you know, face to face and, and just building like a, like a, like an overall satisfying business around the paper call idea. I love that, man. You know, it reminds me, uh, your story kind of reminds me of like my story a little bit. Like when I got started, my, my only goal was to make 200 extra dollars a month so I could afford a, a cleaning lady for my house because I got I got tired of watching my wife clean the house and I, I was no good at cleaning the house. So she would just clean up behind me. And uh, and I was like, if I could just make $200 a month with this online marketing stuff, I'm I'm winning, you know, and, and that's how it started. And then you make your first dollar. And then you're like, holy shit, this stuff works. Like, this is real, you know? And then that's, that, that just starts the whole, uh, you know, avalanche, right? This whole snowball effect. Um, with you guys, so, so it sounds like, Carlos, you're doing a lot of training these days. You're training people. I'm, I'm excited about that, too, because now I'm like, I want to get involved. What, can, you, can you just uh, let people know how, how they can find you, what training you're offering, what, what's going on there? And the same with you, Ron, if you're involved in that, too. Um, can you guys just kind of uh, spill the beans on, on uh, how people can find you and how to get signed up? Yeah, man. Um, so our domain is P-A-I-D, paid percalls.com that was the only one that i can find after adam young bought pretty much all of them uh, so <laughs> i found that one just <laughs> what's going on buddy so paid percalls.com and then you will jump in my funnel there you can learn more uh about what we do and and, and why not and i guess that's the best way to get you to talk to one of my closers so they can they can go for your wallet. Fantastic. I bet you, Ron, are you doing any training? Is, are you just uh, doing your own thing, keeping it real in the- Doing your own thing, you keeping it real the, Share the wealth. <laughs> I'm not a trainer, so um, I'm showing our movies. People call on Facebook primarily. So it's kind of different from what Carlos is doing. It's on OnlyFans. Like that, so uh, uh. <laughs> no he, he does it in the nude, just FYI. <laughs> yeah, a yeah. cheetah speedo, yeah, he doesn't shave his chest. So, um, 
um, OnlyFans for OnlyFans four slash um, Black underscore Jetsetter, and uh, also um, on my website on mobilepushers.com. You know, there should be a link on there as well. Awesome! I love Hell it. Yeah. I think I think this is a good time to kind of close this one up, you guys. We got so much information from totally. you, and um, and I I I I thank you so much for for joining us, and and uh, eternally grateful for having you here. Totally, um, is. Anthony. Thank you so much for putting this together. I think this is going to be a, a good first podcast. Hey, what are you calling this podcast anyway? That's a good question. I'm what, call call or meet, meet up, up live. live. Call or meet up live like sounds that. legit. Sounds like Something a like that. sounds like a like a show you'd watch in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want that. Uh, What's up? Yeah, I'm question. One thing too, uh, I seen Gene's video like years ago when I first started. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Paper <laughs> Blueprint 2.0. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know what happened? Plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh. Uh, you know what happened was um, uh, I was an affiliate manager at the same time I was making that up, or I was, I was doing Paper Call Blueprint. And, uh, and uh, nothing against Bangladesh, but I just got bombarded with Bangladesh paper callers. And they were stealing my shit and they just, and then they would, they, and then they had the audacity to like reach out to me after they <laughs> stole my product and ask for help and, and to get on and to get on the network. And, and I was like, you know what? I've had enough of this. It's hard enough dealing with affiliates. Now I'm dealing with fraudsters at the same time. I was like, so I abandoned the whole thing. It's still out there, but I just don't, update. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll get around to it. But yeah, the, you know, training comes with a compromise, man. You got to be very careful. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks fellas. Surprise. Yeah, you increase yeah. the price and you get rid of that, you know, rid of the get rid of those looky boos. Yeah, you know, well, somebody would buy it and then they just rip all the videos and then they go upload it to a torrent site and then and then then yeah. I'd start getting emails from people. Hey, I got your thing off of so and so. Oh, by the way, can I get on the network? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah that's, that's what I noticed. That it, like it happened. Like when I first put out like my first training, it, like exactly that what happened. So I, I had to talk to my team. It was like. How about if we just sell our courses for like, like high ticket prices, and then now we're working with a lot less people, and I don't think somebody's gonna pay like ten grand to rip my video. I mean, if they do, yeah, but yeah. less people are gonna yeah. do that. At, you know, yeah, good point. Those price yeah, points, point. yeah, no doubt, and they're buying into your circle too. Like that's a, that's there's no price on that. Now that was a big takeaway to me too. Is I, I think I think that actually the content can be free in a lot of ways because. It does take a network and it takes relationships to actually make it all work. You know, yeah. uh, that's what I've, I've kind of learned. It's like, I can, I can give you the blueprint, but you know, there's a lot that goes into the blueprint. There's, there's high quality ingredients that are required to make the blueprint work. And if you don't have those high quality ingredients, you're going to fail. You know, and, uh, that was my big takeaway. So no doubt. I know, maybe we'll bring it back. I, longer, you know? I can say, you know, I learned from YouTube and networking. It took me a long time. It took me a long time to really catch on to the whole affiliate marketing world. You know, like YouTube, you know, everyone on YouTube want to say your course at the end of the video and stuff like yep. that. So it's like, you no, know, they don't give away, you know, these, uh, you know, the, uh, I guess they give you just enough, you know, to, to buy the course, to, you know, on the video. But yeah, it's, it took me a long time to really catch up, you know, because, you know, I didn't have enough money to go, you know, and pay for a mentor or whatever, you know, or or, or buy a course, whatnot. So it took me a while, a while to catch on, but, um, but I suggest, you know, just find a mutual, uh, a mentor in this, in this industry. Instead of going the whole YouTube route, the free route, we want to take yeah. forever to learn. You know? mm -hmm. 
that's it. That's that. I, I couldn't give any better advice than what you just said, Ron. Like, honestly, if you can find somebody that actually knows what they're doing yeah. and pay them money because their time is extremely valuable. So is their education and, and pay that, pay them and, and then go on with your life, become a business person, paper call. Yep. No doubt. Hey guys, this was a badass. I hope we all have too many commas in our commission check ADP <laughs> for real. And, um, and, and I hope you all sign up for Ron's OnlyFans to see his chest. No, I'm playing. Oh, yeah. uh, so <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Hey, for real, you're going to see a lot more of our face, especially Gene's golden brown face right there, making me look pale. But hey, it is what it is. Thanks for joining, everyone. We'll talk hey, to before, you guys later. Before yeah. you shut this down, before you shut oh, this down, okay. I got to do this plug. Oh, make make sure make, we're not allowed. To, we, we don't have any subscribers on YouTube because we literally just started the channel. So we couldn't live stream. Yep. So those of you out there uh, that are watching this, make sure you subscribe to YouTube so that the next time we get on here, we could actually live stream to it. And then if you're an affiliate and you want to get started with Paulo, you just go to what is it? Paulomobile.com forward slash sign up. Yeah. Adam Young bought Paulo Media Group. No, I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> Paulomobile.com. And that's forward how you slash, an yeah, and you can go forward slash sign up. I had I had our our tech guy Daniel set up a quick easy link so we can track things and just see how how people are making their way through the funnel. But uh, yeah, do that. So uh, paulomobile.com forward slash sign up. If you're an affiliate, you want to get started with Paulo, and uh, make sure you subscribe and like and all that other bullshit that goes along with all these channels that we're going to be broadcasting on. Um, all right, fellas, anything else you gotta you want to add before we close her down? Any uh, final words of wisdom? Um, like a freestyle but i'm not doing that yeah our subscribers, our subscribers. <laughs> yeah. carlos anything from you man oh you better nah um are you guys going to LeadCon and asw if you are I would not get mad if you buy dinner. So I'll see you guys uh, at LeechCon and ASW. Come on, let's put it on the corporate card. That's right. That's right. Alice is ready. Alice is ready. All right, my friends. All right, my friends. All right, you guys take it easy. Thanks for watching, everyone out there. We'll talk to you soon. Take it easy, guys. All right, later.